work as the Lights for Christ enabler um, for the diocese, which means I help people to think about how they can live out their faith in everyday life and how they can be lights in this world. We should be fine. Um, I also play the harp, as you can see. Uh, I've been playing since I was 10. I've had this harp since I was 11, so it's very special to me. Um, and today I, I would really love to share with you some uh, of my favourite pieces. I'd say that one of my favourite genres of music is folk music, and what I especially love is when that crosses over with my faith. Um, you'll often find that many hymns uh, use folk tunes, or that people have used those well-known tunes to kind of set those words to music, and so I thought I'd share two of my great loves with you today, folk music and, of course, my faith. I do find that... Um, these folk tunes can be really effective in talking about personal experience. You know, often they're ballads and stories about people's lives. They're real narratives. And I find that um, also, when, you know, when you're talking about faith, these tunes can be really helpful to kind of express things that perhaps you couldn't say in your own words. Um, so I think I would like to start with um, a piece called I Need Thee Every Hour. You might know this hymn. Today I'll be sharing some North American hymns and folk tunes and also some European ones. And you'll probably notice that there's a real similarity between them. Lots of the hymn writers of the late 19th century in America, of that kind of revival that happened, they borrowed tunes from European folk music so that people would be able to sing kind of familiar tunes to new words. Um, but this one, I don't know of any folk tune that it corresponds to, but it's certainly written in that same style. And I thought that the sentiment was really lovely. So here we go.
Thank you. <laughs> so, um, the next folk song I would like to share with you is actually a folk song. Um, I know it as The Water is Wide, but you may have a different name for it. If you do, I'd be interested to know afterwards. I think it's Scottish, um, but various sources attribute it to, to Ireland and to, to England, so it's probably one that gets fought over, I think. Um, <laughs> Uh, the Water is Wide, I, I came across this when I was a child and, and other um, children in my harp group were learning to play it for one of their exams and I never learned to play it um, for whatever reason and then when I was an adult I was playing it and my mum said, why are you playing that song that, that they used to play when you know, they were doing sort of grade three and I said, oh well because it's a hymn actually. <laughs> um, and again, this hymn, um, When I Survey the Wondrous Cross, it will be, it's set to lots of different tunes but you'll also find it set to the water is wide. And I wonder if that's because it, it sort of helps people to, to remember it if it's this familiar tune. It's also very powerful and beautiful. And I thought it would be a good choice um, as it talks about what happened on Good Friday. And we're about to enter into the season of Lent.
The third piece I'd like to share with you is an instrumental one, and it's not a sacred piece. Um, it's called Ashokan Farewell. I wonder if some of you might have heard it played before by a string quartet. Um, that's how I first played it too when I was very poorly playing the violin. <laughs> that quickly went out the window. Uh, <laughs> um, but the piece has always really stuck with me, and I firmly believe that, that God can speak to us through music that isn't uh, nominally secular, sorry, that isn't sacred, and through music that doesn't have words, because um, sometimes music can help us to reflect on the important things. Um, again, this is an American piece, so it was written as a sort of farewell waltz um, for people who took part in a violin camp, of all things, in um, upper New York State. Um, but it, it it sort of borrows those um, European folk tunes that were so popular in kind of Appalachian music, so music that um, traditional music from the kind of east coast of the US, uh, which has its roots firmly in European folk. So I thought, um, although it's not a Christian song per se, I thought it would uh, fit nicely with our programme. So here is a Shokan farewell.
Thank you. And now to finish, um, this is perhaps my favourite song to play on the harp and to sing. Um, it's an English tune. I think it's English. Again, you might find other people competing for it, but who knows. It's an English folk tune called Kingsfold. And um, I know it better as the hymn I heard the voice of Jesus say. Um, I love this because um, it puts into words better than I ever could what faith means to me. Um, I particularly love the last verse where it says, um, I look to Jesus and I found in him my star, my son, so the light of the world. And in that light of life I'll walk till travelling days are done. And that's what I hope I can do, um, to walk in that light until travelling days are done. You'll notice um, there's, a, there's a phrase in the last verse. Jesus says, um, look up to me, your morn shall rise and all your day be bright. Now sometimes people think that's a typo. And it should be all your days be bright. But that's not what Jesus said to us. He, he, you know, it, it doesn't mean that every single day is going to be easy and going to be bright when we become Christians. But your day is in your life as a whole. That's a kind of a metaphor, I guess will be bright so not every day not all days will be bright but day singular as in your life will be bright down 
Anna, thank you very much. Uh, beautiful harp playing and uh, a lovely tasteful reflection. And some of us didn't know you could sing and you sing beautifully. So thank you for ministering to us in so many ways. Let me pray. Father, thank you for this church which is yours, this house of prayer. Help us now to pray. Help us to hear the voice of Jesus. For his dear name's sake. Amen. Uh, before I offer a reflection and then we pray together, my thanks obviously to Hannah for coming, those who have put the refreshments on, those who are helping with the sound and yourselves for, for coming this afternoon. And Richard's got the camera and his toys that other people can either watch it later on or even watch as we're enjoying this now. Thank you very, very much. It's a bit of a daft thing for a vicar to do to summarise in five minutes some of the main arguments for the existence of God, but, but that's what I intend to do. Uh, and I do think vicars need to point people to God. There's a lot of paraphernalia that goes with the job, and there are a lot of people outside the paraphernalia in the world who have no comprehension of God at all. And the people of the church do need to be pointed to God every now and again. But my main concern is for people who don't normally come on Sundays. And simply put, there, are pro there might well be four or five or six or seven reasons, but the simple two, just to say I'm not going to talk about these, and then I get to the one I want to talk about, is that the world is beautiful. Someone's made all that. You really have to deal with that in some way, shape or form. And then, of course, Jesus Christ existed. No serious historian doubts he lived and you've then got the problem of whether you believe what he said or not. But what I want to do is to talk about the least known reason for the existence of God in about three minutes. And it's you. So we've just heard beautiful music to some profound Christian lyrics that we've heard have moved Hannah to faith. And it simply says, I come, I heard the voice of Jesus say, Come to me and rest. I. You say I, or she said I. I certainly say I. But the fact that you can say I means that you're alive. The person next to you is disagreeing with you is probably dead. No, no. But the fact that you have consciousness to think to yourself, I am me and I'm not someone else, and I think about me and I think about my thoughts, and I'm conscious of being conscious that I have an identity that's not the other person, that I am me and I really am me, that is the most profound argument, other than there's a beautiful world and Jesus Christ exists, that there is a God because he's given you that consciousness. You are totally, totally unique. Some of you might be thinking, well, I'm glad there's no one else like me on the planet. But you're made uniquely in the image of God. I've kept fish for many years. I've got loads of dogs or had loads of dogs. None of them, I mean, they might get to heaven, I don't know. But none of them think to themselves, I'm a fish. Or I think to themselves, oh, it's morning time, I'm a dog. They've got no self-consciousness. They, they just exist. We are the only creatures in God's world that are conscious of being us. And then, of course, the question comes, with all that you are that's you, 
that all that one day will be finally RIP, while you're breathing God's air and hearing in his house of prayer and hearing words of Jesus, the question, the most important question we have to ask ourselves with our consciousness that I'm not a fish or I'm not a dog and I'm not like someone else's, have I heard the voice of Jesus say, come to me and rest? And only we can do that. Hannah clearly does. You can just see it. I have a good go at it. Vickers have to. But I do it out of choice. The very last book of the Bible, the last thing Jesus says is come. It'd be a shame if it's the last thing we do with life, isn't it? I'm going to enjoy my life till I get to my finals and then I'll ask God to help me out. That's a bit daft. You want to enjoy life with God now. So have you, you that's I, that you that is not anyone else, have you heard the voice of Jesus say, come to me and rest? If you have, of course, then please do it. It will easily show you'll start to feel different inside. Jesus will become more real to you moment by moment until you meet him again. Shall we pray together? Father, thank you for those who have spoken of Christ to us. We pray that our hearts would be daily open to your love and your peace and your rest. Where we name Jesus on our lips, where we hear him in our ears, please grant that he might be present in our hearts and in our lives. For his dear name's sake. And if you're able, you wish to say the Lord's Prayer, I'm going to offer two short prayers now and then we'll say the Lord's Prayer together. The words are on your sheet. Lord, this world that is yours and you've made so beautiful has some ugly, horrid spots in it at the moment. We pray for the Middle East and we pray for the Ukraine and we pray for each land that knows tension and grief and injustice. Father, we thank you for this church. We thank you for all our friendships and relationships, for our witness to our community. And we pray that we might be bold and sensitive in allowing the voice of Jesus to be heard. We pray for ourselves. We pray for all who seek to be lights for Christ in your world. And as lives lived before you with one breath and one day to enjoy in your presence, so we come now humbly to say the words Jesus Christ himself taught his followers to say as we say together and seek to follow him. Our Father who art in heaven, hallowed be your name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread and forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us and lead us not to temptation but deliver us from evil for thine is the kingdom, the power and the glory 
forever and ever. Amen. Well, thank you indeed for coming. Do enjoy refreshments. Don't forget uh, opportunities to give to the work of this church by the font or the gizmo by the door. You can see things coming down the track. Uh, Friends have asked for a thought or two about the organ that's often played here, so there'll be a presentation given by David Quinney on March the 11th, uh, and the organ will be played to its full glory and sound on that day. So do please come along yourself and others. Uh, Rebecca Simon's uh, wife is going to be singing to us in May. Roland's got something on the piano, I think, later on in the year. Lots to look forward to. And if you're a visitor here, we'd love to see you on Sundays. Plenty of things going on for you to kind of explore and enjoy. Can we show our appreciation to Hannah once again? Thank you.